Right. Thanks, Stacey. Uh, good morning, Bill. Um, just to start off today, uh, how would you describe how Janu Smith has uh, acclimated to the Patriot system and sort of what you're asking him to do relative to maybe what you had seen him do in Tennessee and some of the differences there? Yeah, you'd have to ask him about Tennessee. I, I don't know, but he, I think he's acclimated well. Um, you know, unfortunately, he missed some, some time this spring, but uh, from training camp on, he's – He's taking a lot of reps, and I think he's he's acclimated well to the system. Our next question, Chris Ryan, followed by Tara Sullivan. Morning, Bill. How are you? Good, Chris. I uh, want to ask kind of a general question on you know the league at this point after getting kind of a Sunday to uh, to watch some games, etc. Um, obviously, you know, the league generally has equity and parity. Do you think that there's more of that this year and less defined? favorites perhaps there have been in previous years yeah um i I don't know chris that's really probably a better question for somebody else i I try to focus on the teams that we play and obviously last week spent a ton of time on atlanta and the week before that spent a ton of time on cleveland uh, you know what everybody else is doing you see bits and pieces of it and you see some of the crossover games and um you know some situational things that come up you know i monitor those pretty pretty regularly weekly but just sitting back and watching games that's not really that's not really my thing right now and on tennessee for a second um just your initial impressions of of them and and your thoughts on you know the game yesterday obviously against the texans mm-hmm. Yeah, well, they turned the ball over against uh, the Texans, which is hard to count on. That's not what they do, so I don't think we'll get that. Um, you know, tough physical team. Um, the backs run hard. Um, you know, they have a very experienced line. Um, you know, obviously Brown's a you know huge threat. Um, Ferkshire had some some big plays against us, and we played them in nineteen. You know, defensively, they're. Again, a strong physical team up front. I mean, you got to handle the you know, the big guys. Got to handle Simmons, and then you know Landry and and the pass rush. Um, they make you know it's typical. I would say Mike team. You know they're tough. They're physical. They make you beat them. They don't make many mistakes. Uh, they know what they're doing. They're sound. They're a good fundamental team. They tackle well. Um, the backs and receivers run hard with the ball. Um, quarterbacks athletic. Um, so sound in the kicking game um, you know we're gonna have to play a good football game in all three phases thanks mm-hmm. next question Tara Sullivan followed by Phil Perry good morning Phil um, I wanted to ask you about Mac specifically as it relates to being a rookie as we've heard many of his teammates kind of talking about seeing him as like a veteran already and they that it's easy for them to forget he's in his first year in the NFL with the season count now, like moving past the midway point, guys are really grinding. How do you assess how he's done, you know, for being a rookie? Are there moments where he reminds you of just how young he is? Well, Max worked extremely hard and continues to work hard on a, on a daily basis. Um, he's, a, he's very consistent uh, in his preparation and his process. Um, like any young player, he, he, he learns things all the time. Uh, we all do. But, you know, I think his process is consistent, and um, then that's really what it needs to be. Just each day is 
has its own challenges um, from early downs to third down to the red area, two minutes, situational football, and so forth. And by the time you get to the end of the week, uh, you fill up your preparation in all those areas and then go out and play the game and then start all over again. He's done a good job of that. I don't know if I can follow up, but I don't, and maybe you always balk at the comparison game, but in your experience coaching rookies, is he better at it than some, worse at it than some? But I mean, would you rate him just as, you know, as you've coached rookies through your career? Well, each player is different. Each situation is different. Um, we've had other rookie quarterbacks, but none of them have really played as rookies. Uh, with the exception of Jacoby for a game. Um, so it's really we, – we haven't had a rookie play at that position. I think it's hard to compare a rookie quarterback to a rookie defensive lineman. I mean, it's just not the same thing. They're both challenging. They're both hard, but it's a different type of hard. <laughs> Next question, Phil Perry, followed by Andrew Kelly. Hey, Bill, I, I wanted to, to just follow up on something that Devin told us the other night where he was talking about his interception, but he had mentioned how he felt like most of the interceptions you guys have had this year has been due to some pressure um, up front. And and on his in particular, it looked like there was pressure, but also looked like a pretty good jam from Kyle on, on Pitts on that play. I just wanted to ask you, I know that game was a while ago now, um, but how do you feel like the, the rush and the coverage has sort of been married up lately from from your vantage point in terms of, you know, whatever has to happen to make that work, timing, things like that? Well, team defense is, is um, it's important to be successful. And, again, as I've said many times before, you just can't put one guy out there and stop somebody's offense in this league. That's just not realistic. Um, so the combination of, of good team defense, um, run defense, which forces passing situations, pass rush, pass coverage, jamming receivers, uh, keeping the quarterback in the pocket, uh, using your help and your leverage and all those things, they're all fundamentals, they're all critical. Um, on that play, um, I mean, we ran a pick stun inside with um, – Hightower and Bentley, they both came free. I'm sure Ryan felt the pressure on that. Um, at the same time, uh, Judon came out of the pass rush and, and peeled with the back end coverage, which is another uh, luxury that we have when we have pass rushers who can also provide coverage. That changes the, the rushers that we have available. It changes the, the types of rushes that we can use and puts pressure on the offense as to who's coming. I mean, we all know Judon's coming most of the time, but not all the time. Um, and again, as you mentioned on the play, um, Phil, Kyle uh, got a real good jam on Pitts at the line of scrimmage. And I think, you know, normally, you know, Ryan probably would have had a little better, better chance to see that. I'm not sure, you know, exactly what he saw. He, you know, you'd have to ask him, but um, certainly Pitts had a hard time, you know, getting Progressing down the field, Kyle did a great job of jamming him. Judon peeled with the back in the flat, so he wasn't open. And Devin got a good break on the ball. Ryan didn't have a chance to look anybody off. He had two guys, you know, bearing down on him. So 
you know, it's good team defense. You can give credit to whoever you want on that play. And ultimately, you know, Devin's the one with the, the guy in the stat book. But, you know, the flip side of that is the receivers are covered. The quarterback holds the ball. Uh, somebody gets a sack. So it's, again, it's good team defense. That's really what it comes down to. And the more we do that, then the better results we're going to have. But, you know, if one guy breaks down, then the other guys can be in good position. But if you don't cover a receiver or somebody lets the quarterback out of the pocket or, you know, whatever, whatever it is that breaks down, um, in addition to coaching mistakes that come up, uh, then it all – you know, you get 10 good things and one bad one, and it's still not a good play. Thanks, Phil. You're welcome. Next question, Andrew Callahan, for by Mark Daniels. Hey, good morning, Bill. Andrew. Um, I wanted to ask you just about the offense, and this is kind of a bigger picture question, but you guys have led or been among the league leaders in two-back personnel usage the last few years, and I'm just curious, as you continue to use that, is there a different advantage to using it now versus when two back might have been a little bit more common across the league? Well, first of all, I think you can look at this, take the stats from last year and not sure how relevant they are. That was, there are a lot of circumstances surrounding that, but you see less two back in the league and, and, um, Defensively, the two-back plays are, are a little more of a problem to defend than the one-back plays in some respects. Uh, and the one-back plays are a little harder to defend than the two-back plays in some respects. So I think there's an advantage if you can do both to doing both and you know force your opponent to work on everything. All that takes time. It takes uh, consumes meeting time, practice time, game planning time. And if you can do it, better than they can, then you can gain an advantage. If you can't, then, then you're probably better off moving on to something else. So um, I think it's it's just another way to attack the defense. And as I said, if, if it can if it can help you, if it can be advantageous, then that's probably worth the investment. Looks like the last question will be Mark Daniels. Good morning, Bill. Hey, Mark. Um, Adrian Phillips is having a, another great year for your defense, and I was wondering when when you signed him, did did you expect him to be as versatile and, and smart as, as he is, and just how impressive and I guess rare is his ability to line up in just so many different spots and, and play those at a high level? Yeah, it's um, uh, it's very impressive. Um, you know, we've been fortunate to have players like that. Um, Certainly Chung uh, did a lot of that for us. And um, Devin has done it, can do it. Uh, again, physically, that's that's probably not the best thing for him. But he's done it for us and has done it well. Uh, you know, Devin came into the league as a corner. So, um, But Adrian was very good around the line of scrimmage for the Chargers. And, um, you know, at San Diego, he played, you know, in the box. He played you know, on the edge of the defense, you know, they, they played the, uh, that style of defense where the safeties really played as linebackers, uh, you know, in coach Bradley's defense and, and you can see his instinctiveness, but you, know, you go all the way back to him at Texas and, and talking to the, to his coaches back there, it was pretty much the same thing in college as it was in the NFL. Um, very instinctive, very high IQ, 
plays faster and bigger than whatever his dimensions and times are. Um, and he's got a real high level of instinctiveness and anticipation that uh, for a lot of players in that position, linebackers, safeties, guys that kind of play in the interior part of a defense, um, you know, when you have a lot of guys running around doing different things, it, no matter how fast the guy is, uh, it can slow him down. And no matter how strong he is, <clears throat> if he can't you really get into a good football hitting contact position because of the, you know, amount of time it takes or, or the, you know, being able to figure out exactly where you're going and where you need to be and the angle you need to take to get there and all that, it, it can – it can neutralize a lot of those things, and and you see players with great instincts, um, which Adrian has both in the running game and the passing game. He's got excellent hands too. You look at some of the interceptions he he's made um, for us and in his career. You know, those are really good catches uh, that you know, a lot of defensive players might not be able to you know to make that that turnover play. So. Um, so all those things are positive, and then and when he gets the opportunity to do it, he's a, a good. He's a good tackler. Uh, he's got good ball awareness to you know, cause fumbles and that kind of thing, and um, and, and and intercept passes. And even the the play in the Carolina game that they ruled the runner down um, when Mills pulled the ball off him uh, down there around a ten yard line or so. You know, Adrian's right there, scooped it up, ran in for a touchdown, and and uh, and and the runner was down, but it, it was and it played didn't obviously count, but. That was another good example of how, how quickly he reacted. He came from all the way on the other side of the field to, to be there, to make the recovery, and got the ball in the end zone. I mean, it was really a good play. Uh, it, didn't, it didn't count, but, again, those are the kind of things that he just does on a pretty regular basis, and um, you sort of take them for granted, but, but they're really good plays. And I mean, we can't take them for granted, but they're, he makes a lot of them. Um, so... Uh, did we see everything? I don't know, but we, I think you saw him play like that in in San Diego, and you saw him play like that at, at the University of Texas, and um, he continues to be productive. He's one of our best players and, and one of our most versatile players. And he almost always does the right thing. You know, when something comes up, maybe you haven't covered it, maybe you you know haven't exactly gone through this that situation or a particular way of blocking crack block or something has unfolded but he almost always just does the right thing you know kind of a lot like chung um stuff happens and and he's got a decision to make and it's maybe a little gray and a little you know and he, and he just does the right thing he does what you would want him to do without really telling him exactly what to do in that situation so that all that's impressive yep you're welcome thank you coach thanks everyone